<laughs> That's so bad. Uh, I did not see that one before. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. The only, uh, the only belly laugh of my day. I'll tell you. Uh, t- tennis, uh, my man, uh, it's, uh, what hour is it? It is happy hour. I need to be happy for an hour. It's, it has been a day. Let me just launch right in. Tell we me. Had a threat, a hundred year uh, high alert threat for tornadoes today. Nice. And when we got up in the morning, instead of getting lighter after dawn, it started getting darker. And I went to work in, in the in the basement of uh, my client's house. And that's where I would go to work when there was a tornado. <laughs> that's a good, a good idea. <laughs> and uh, we were uh, putting sealant, waterproof sealant, on the concrete uh, walls, which yeah. is the foundation of the house, because it, there were some moisture problems that he noticed. Well, I suspected the place had flooded before. Little did I know that I would find out by the end of the day that not only has, has it got a real flooding problem, but... When it floods, it's an inch deep all through the basement. Nonetheless, needless to say, that would put a stop to the application of a latex-based water. Uh, needless to water-based. say, I think everyone listening thinks is rolling their eyes. They know. That, yes. They know. Yeah. That. Everyone is listening. Yes. How do you know that's what he's doing? I mean, uh, I'm listening, and uh, <laughs> in your, in your, I didn't see you roll your eyes. Are you doing it behind your eyes? Are you like? rolling your eyes behind your eyes because you really yeah. don't want me to know that you don't want me to talk about the latex paint. Have you ever been on a, on a zoom call where you, where, uh, something gets said and, and someone types lol, but then they like, they're not actually laughing. And it's just like, bruh, like that's like, if you're not laughing out loud, you can't, it don't, right. you can't use that. Right. Uh, but anyway, it also uh, could stand for lots of laughs which uh, would be a completely different kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not saying but, it does. I'm saying yeah. it could. But like, I have I have quite a bit of Zoom calls where uh, one person is talking and and there's like this like, and it happens when I'm talking too. Uh, like, there's a bunch of stuff going on in the chat and uh, people making jokes and stuff, and everyone's sort of snickering <laughs> while one person is talking. It's so unprofessional. Anyway, um, and and how do you know they are? And he doesn't. How do you know they're snickering on a Zoom call, but the speaker doesn't? Because uh, because the speaker, as a, when you're speaking on a Zoom call, you are present in the moment, uh, and you can't hear. You're you're, and everyone else is muted, and and you're not really uh, you're not really absorbing. Like right now, I'm speaking, and I'm not really looking at your face uh, to determine whether or not you're happy or sad or whatever. But uh, like I'm I'm presenting my content to you. And right, then when right, I stop talking, yes, eventually yes, yes. I will look back at your face and determine your yes. body language. Well, unlike me, and I, I am talking exactly to your face the entire time I talk. Now, I notice these little ticks. I'll tell you a, a little, a little. You look like you look like a Trump supporter who wonders where the rest of his buddies are. Lock him up. Lock him up. The special and all the television stations. The arrest and adjudication of Donald J. Trump. I guess we'll get to that some point but at uh, any rate um so you're, you're so you can't put sealant where where the floor is wet is well what I'm and more to the point what we had to do was vacuum up the water and then and, and then dry it so we could go back to work but what was interesting was that in, in when did the tornado sense, hit 
it didn't hit. There was no turning. It was just high winds and, and lots mm-hmm. and lots and lots of water. In fact, that blows. So much of the town was flooded that my my four wheel drive Toyota truck, which was only a two wheel, took uh, water that was up to the floorboard, uh, and I just gunned it and went through and splashed the little you know, uh, Kias and the little Volkswagens that were to my right and uh, just plowed through. Oh, they're going slow. Oh, there's high water. I better slow down. Really? And then get caught in the middle and get yourself like, watch this. Not to quote uh, Logan Roy very much, but you're a fucking moron. (laughs) So, uh, so on the way back here uh, from my friend's house, my client's house, who is my friend, um, I had three detours and traffic was, was terrible. But I, I did. I turned the computer on within 15 minutes when I told you, even though I wasn't here. But I just wanted to meet that deadline and let you know that I was I was accurate in my appraisal, and I didn't want to leave you hanging another minute longer. Which, of course, I did. But I didn't. But, but, but I turned it into look, two parts, two look, parts instead of one. It's a two-part wait. That was better. You would rather I said hello and then left than just not say hello at all and come on later, right? Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, we'll do that. No, we did it. We 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 done it. We didn't do it actually. We uh we did the other. We did the two part. Well, whatever. <laughs> so you're, uh, you're, you're whatever. Oh, hold on. You're, you're, let, let's talk about whatever because whatever. Anywho. What, whatever. Anywho is one thing. Anywho is not whatever. They are not synonymous. Anywho is oh, I'm comfortable with this conversation. It's just a pause, and now we're going to change another subject. I wonder if he wants any, anything. To, he's got anything to talk about, or do I talk? Whatever. whatever. Whatever means stop talking. Yes. Yes. And so whatever. You, have, you have the floor, you impatient 39-year-old or whatever the fuck you are. Yeah, I'm more like uh, 22. Yeah. Are you 42? I'm... Uh... 44, I believe. Huh. I often didn't know how old I was. I, I, I tell you, I've probably told you the story before of, of quasi celebrating my 40th birthday when I'd actually only turned 39. Nice. I've spent the whole evening at a party, kind of That's tipsy that, that the party wasn't for me. And even though people knew it was my birthday, they, they like, ignored it. There was a bunch of new friends. It was my first, first time meeting my wife's new friends where we moved. And it was my birthday. And I was feeling a little pissy about it. Come mm-hmm. to find out, and when my birthday, and I thought, oh, that's why they're that's why they're not wanting to celebrate. They're smarter than me. They know my birthday. I had a uh, last week. I had a situation where I had to book the venue for my son's uh, upcoming birthday, uh, and the uh, and the guy that was taking the booking was like, "All right, uh, how many years is, uh, is your son going to?" Uh, complete as they say in spanish uh and i was like uh nine ten like i couldn't figure like i I didn't know like i didn't know how i couldn't figure out how old he was now uh to enable to enable me to say how old he was going to be on the birthday you had a brain fart and it was just your wife would be happy with you not remembering that you know because my my because my kids are four years apart except for this particular month when they are five years apart uh-huh so like i know that my daughter just turned 14 and so what i needed to know was that my son was about to turn 10 uh but it's it didn't like they're they're one month and one day uh apart from being four years uh so anyway i it I had a little bit of a stumble on the on the phone, but uh, I don't 
I don't think the guy minded. Well, we, uh, I, I mentioned last time we have a new grandbaby, right? You, I, well, I was, that was the first thing I was going to say. You did not mention that last time. You told me during our break that you were going to, uh, going to hatch a new, a new one. Yes. And so we did a week ago and her name, which was unveiled at her meeting. Yes. Is Ramona Bernadette Hutchinson. Wow. Bernadette. Bah, RBH. Bah, Bernadette. Mm, mm, mm. I only know the backup. I don't I'm know dancing. that song. Bernadette. Ba-da-da. It's lots of horns. Three horns in a sec. Three guys dancing. Bernadette. So there was a horn section at your at your granddaughter's well, she was birthday. Yeah. yeah, they first brought in a mariachi. I said that won't do. Right. That's subpar, unacceptable. And we brought in the uh, we brought in the uh, Motown. Nice. Sweet. The Motown, Congratulations. Right? Yeah, Ramona. Ramona. Do you... Ramona. What do you? Uh, <laughs> what? How do you shorten that to talk to a baby? Do you say you know Ray Ray or uh, um, Mona? Could be could be Romy. Romy, Romy, Romy. Could be Roe. Roe. I like Roe. Roe's very likely. Roe. Um, although, uh, it, oh, as a father would, um, he uh, uh, he suggests that uh, as often as anyone can do it, that they call her Ramona. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, Three well, syllables. Good luck with I, that. That ain't going to happen. Yeah. Roe-y. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, my, my other granddaughter, named after my mom, Florence, has got nicknames that are just beyond Beyond the Beyond. And Go with the I flow. sang you the song. I, I, wrote, I wrote a song about it. Uh, but, okay. uh, yeah, because her sister, uh, prenatal, named her emergent little caterpillar sister, Toopy, for reasons no, no one ever understood. We write it, number two, capital letter P, although you can imagine the potential smellings, spe- spellings. Smell. I should say, not nice. to be confused with the spelling of toupee, which you've got to watch or, out for. Or I have to pee, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Florence, Flory, Flo, Wren, you know, on and on. Wow. Flossie. That's what they called my mother, was Flossie. Flossie. That was her name, nickname. Florence was Flossie. My, uh, my daughter, who is 14 and in... Uh, what in America we would call middle school, but here it's more or less the same as the high school. Like they throw from grade seven to twelve, they throw them all together. Yeah, as they uh, should. Well, I I don't know that I agree, but on an academic uh, level, I think they should preparatory preparatory for their uh, destination post school. Europe is much better than America, in my view, from what I know in the countries I am familiar with, in that they put their children on a path toward employability and employment. That's true. Years sooner. They don't even think about it in the U.S. Oh, you want to get a bachelor's degree in American literature? Yeah. Cool, man. Oh, what do you want to do? Oh, I don't know, man. I just like to read. Oh, all right. Let's sign you up, man. Yeah, I just want to go to college and party. Uh, they they, they have her nickname in, in high school uh, is – so the, the, way you, the way a Spaniard would pronounce my surname is Rasmussen. And so they call her Rasmu. Rasmus. They shortened it. They, they didn't go down to Ras like they did to me and my father and my grandfather in in high school. Uh, and Ras is perfectly fine, correct? Ras is perfectly fine, but they 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 like the moo. They uh, they they call her Rasmu. Rasmu. And 
and I don't so, think it's unusual for a nickname to be two syllables. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, so your but, nickname was what? Your nickname was just Ras. Ras, yeah. They never called uh, you Ricky. Never. Hey, Ricky. Ricky has. Hey, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky got a very tricky dicky. Hey, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. That's you, man. That's that's from Richard. Oh, oh, Eric. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh No, no one ever thought about that. Um, call you Airy. Right. They, uh, so, but anyway, they, um, so Whatever. that's what they called my, my, uh, my daughter in high school. And, uh, today my son did a little, like they had this event in school because today's the last day of school for a little while, uh, because of Easter. And, uh, they, they had a, a little race where you had to run around, uh, a, a track for, for whatever and uh and his his nickname that they his name that they put on his on his little sticker on his chest was uh rasmu jr uh so in the in the in the uh in the continuous ways where the younger sibling going yes. through high school uh yes. ends up being tarnished by whatever yes. their older sibling uh was named or what did, did, did or did, did anything etc cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. the standard case in point in high school my brother joe jojo as we call him two years ahead of me and uh, a four-star athlete, four-letter athlete is what we call them because you wear a letter sweater and if you're, you're exceptional in four sports, you, you're you four-letter man. And he was uh, and uh, very popular, et cetera, et cetera. I came in literally six inches shorter than him and just under 95 pounds because I was a little over 5'2 when I was in a freshman in high school and I weighed 95 pounds plus. I'd been run over by a motorcycle just before school started. We've discussed this. And I had a cast all the way up to my crotch, and I was on crutches. But my mic- nickname... I will find the, the episode that we just discussed this and link My nickname was Midgey Joe S. Midgey Joe Schrantz. Joe S. Yeah. Because he was, in, in high school, in his class, they called people by their first name and the first letter of their last name. Right. Uh, so Joe was Joe S. Sure. And uh, Mark M- Mark was Mark O. Mark O. Sure. Mark O or whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Interesting. So that's a thing that, that is true. Oh, so my nickname, though, uh, is Diggy. I don't imagine you knew that. Um, and only a few people call me Diggy. My, my, my brother does occasionally, my older brother, and some people I went to college with. But that nickname was not given to me until I was a sophomore in college at a community college and i met a man who i liked a lot from uh, orleans uh new no uh, olean new york olean new york if I'm not france okay. near jamestown new york where i went to school near the famous chautauqua lake the 26 mile lake and the chautauqua institute blah 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 many discussions many famous. episodes his name i can't remember but his nickname was granny and i don't know why i never knew why but he was an affable man long hair hippie dude we partied a lot and uh, he said to me one night after we'd been drinking a while, he put his arm around me and he said, do you mind if I call you Diggy? <laughs> and I said, well, I'm not sure. I said, why, Granny, why do you want to call me Diggy? And he said, I don't know. You just look like a Diggy. And I laughed and he laughed. Your name's and Dennis said, and I dig you. <laughs> I don't know. Come and on. he said, so is it okay? And I said, yeah. And he said, okay, Diggy. He never called me anything else for the rest of college. And other people, and then you know, we had a little sure. Once you, once someone starts calling you a thing, right. it spreads. Right. Interesting. So, but it, my brother Jojo picked up on it, uh, and I don't know about my younger brothers. I don't recall them calling me that much. But 
nicknames are nicknames are funny. In Joe's uh, college, where nicknames everywhere, there was a guy whose name was Jim Arnold, and you may remember Green Acres. There was an animal star called Arnold the Pig, and Arnold the Pig was was a huge deal. It was a huge. Uh, do you know Do you know why I'm so familiar with that pig? Because you love Zsa Zsa Gabor. No, Pulp Fiction. There, there, there's a there's a chat between uh, uh, Tim, whatever his name is, and Tim Roth. Uh, Tim Roth and Samuel L. Jackson in the in the cafe where where they're discussing uh, whether or not pigs are filthy animals. Oh, uh-huh. and and uh, I guess uh, one of them, we'll say Sam, uh, puts forth uh, Jules uh, says, you know, you know, Arnold was one motherfucking charming pig like oh, if you're if you're going to talk about if you're going to talk about how if you're going to talk about how uh if being filthy means being lovable then you have to include you know arnold from green acres or right. whatever that, anyway. was one, that was one that was one lovable pig <laughs> pigs are filthy animals i don't eat filthy animals yeah but bacon tastes good pork chops taste good hey sewer rat may taste like pumpkin pie but i'd never know because i wouldn't eat the filthy motherfuckers Pigs sleep and root and shit. That's a filthy animal. I ain't eat nothing ain't got sense enough to disregard its own feces. How about a dog? Dog eats his own feces. I don't eat dog either. Yeah, but do you consider a dog to be a filthy animal? I wouldn't go so far as to call a dog filthy, but they're definitely dirty. But dogs got personality. Personality goes a long way. Uh, so by that rationale, if a pig had a better personality, he would cease to be a filthy animal. Is that true? Well, we have to be talking about one charming motherfucking pig. I mean, he had to be ten times more charming than that Arnold on Green Acres. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's—I I have never seen an episode of Green Acres. Uh, oh my! Oh, but, well, it's, it's worth saying. One of the things to, to remember about this, as you as you tune in, this could be the, the moonstruck of two hundred two three. Let actually. me let me see where I can stream that but, uh, series. Uh, Jaja Gabor being in this was a huge deal. This woman had been a sex symbol in the entertainment industry in the top of her game. Yeah. And she I'm, I'm aware of that. do the sitcom and the lead on it. Um, oh God, I'm going to draw a blank on his name. He was also an actor of huge, uh, of, uh, of reputation. And so when they did it, everybody watched it. Uh, but anyway, back to my brother's college, Jim, Eddie, Arnold, Eddie Albert, Eddie Albert. Yes. And he had a brother, I think who was famous or was Eddie Albert the singer? I think he was the singer before he was anything else. I think it was a singer became an actor. He's an American uh, actor and activist, twice nominated for Academy Award Best Supporting Actor, uh, first nomination for Roman Holiday, and then for Heartbreak Kid. Huh. Neither of uh, which I've seen. But he was, he was in musical Oklahoma, and he played other stuff. So. I wonder if he was the governor in Oklahoma. Anyway. Boy, he uh, died age 99 in oh, uh, huh. 2005. Same as my grandpa, Grandpa Joe. Anyway, back to Jim Arnold. Of course, what they started calling him back in the day in college was they would call him Pig, Ugh, to which he would always say, right, don't call me Pig. So they changed his nickname to don't call me Pig Arnold. And Ugh. they called him that for four years. How you doing, don't call me Pig? People are such assholes, man. Well, so I'll tell you, uh, tell, stop me if I've told you the story, or maybe you want to hear it again, but... When I was uh, uh, caught in a uh, uh, homeless situation in Florida, down near Tampa, in Clearwater, Florida, for reasons that I cannot remember whatsoever, I was with 
Jim, don't call me Pig Arnold, there, and neither of us had a place to stay. I was supposed to put him up, but I was somehow evicted or, or whatever. And I had a uh, promise from a guy who was on vacation that we could stay at his house. He gave me the address. When we got to the address, the light was on by the door. And when I went to open it, I realized it was open, but I acted like it was locked. And I said, oh, fuck. I said, oh, man, it's locked. He said he was going to leave it open. And, and don't call me pig says, well, you got you got the key somewhere, don't you? He's got a key out here, doesn't he? And I said, no. Oh, shit. I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I remember something. And and I put my right hand on the door handle and I put my left hand on the wall to the left of the door and leaned on it. And like I was feeling the wall. And then I leaned back and I pounded the wall. Boom, boom, boom. Three times. Then I took my hand off the doorknob and I pounded the door boom 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 three times and then I pushed the door in two places and reached down and opened it and he looked at me and he said holy shit man how did you how nice. did you do that and I said oh man come on in don't call me pig and we had a nice place to stay okay so okie dokie some feedback on uh, on Arnold uh, Arnold was actually played by a piglet. And since piglets quickly, this is from Wikipedia. It's ex- since this is the Wikipedia entry for Arnold Ziffel. Uh, Arnold Ziffel was the poor sign character featured in Green Acres. Uh, <laughs> uh, well put. Well you're such, such a poor sign character. Uh, it was poor uh, cinerary. <laughs> our, he participated in poor cinema. He was poor cinemas. Poor cinematic. Uh, uh, hold on, let me read you this, this quote. Uh, Arnold was actually played by a piglet, and since piglets quickly grow into adult pigs, at least one piglet per year had to be trained in the role of Arnold during the six years that that show was in production. Six years. In most episodes, Arnold was played by a female piglet. The piglet was paid $250 a day and had a union contract. <laughs> so so, so uh, the, the pig... <laughs> Wouldn't they weren't related? They weren't cousins, or they? Because pigs will have little pigs every year, right? A sow will give birth once a year. Are you really going to differentiate between every season? There's that. Hey, that Arnold don't look like the other Arnold. I would. I might have noticed. So check this. Here's a point of reference. We've been watching uh, lots of uh, HBO series. What's the longest any of them last? Typically, it's a season. Four in seasons. Yeah. Game of Thrones is in what going to be in there? Game of Thrones is, is done, right? Only their third season. Uh, oh, hold on, Game of Thrones is done, right? They've, they must have had uh, like five well, or six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. They, they, yeah, part two. It's a, it's a sequel. But well, whatever. You get my point. Three six, or four. Six, 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 six seasons is is a lot. Yeah. For Green Acres, that's and I'm glad that to to hear that uh, stat because that does make an exclamation point of my point about Jaja Gabor and Eddie Albert. Plus, it was it was it was well written, and and you know a sitcom would always. I can't do it anymore, but back in the day, I was a little kid. I didn't know. Uh, it was a laugh track. Right. And now when you hear a laugh track, when I hear a laugh it feels track, so wrong. It just seems so wrong. Yeah. I mean, it makes no sense to me whatsoever because we don't watch anything that's got laugh tracks. Uh, 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 so, you know. Speaking wow. of which. Hold on. You- hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I have to read this, this, this paragraph. Arnold can do pretty much anything a human can. He can write his name and change channels on the television. Uh, he watches CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite to keep up with the issues. He signs checks and can you know, adjust the TV antenna. He signs checks. 
Uh, he's the smartest student at the local grade school. He carries his lunchbox in his mouth and often plays practical jokes on, on other students. Arnold is also artistically talented. Uh, he's working on a novel. He plays the piano and is an accomplished abstract painter dubbed Porky Picasso, because <laughs> whose piece titled Nude at the Filling Station wins first prize out of 2,000 entries in a student art contest. He even works as a paper pig delivering newspapers, although he had a bad habit of throwing copies so hard, so badly aimed, uh, that sometimes he breaks windows. Oh, Come on, Arnold. Get your where shit is, together. Where is all this? In Wikipedia? No. Yes. Yes? Yes. Oh Arnold God. is very lucky. He wins a trip to Hawaii in one episode and a trip to Hollywood in another. After a Hollywood screen test, he is cast in a role originally intended for a horse, but after the horse, implied to be Mr. Ed, explains to Arnold that he needs the job to send his son to Stanford. Arnold's deliberately, Arnold's deliberately bad behavior leads him to being fired and the horse getting his job back. He also wins a prize at the Pixley Bijou Movie Theater for having the most original costume. The theater manager says Arnold has the best-looking pig costume he's ever seen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is some solid some solid comedy it's, writing. That's like a small book, man. That's, that's like a booklet. It's at least a pamphlet. Anyway, <laughs> I will link Arnold. to this. I will link to this in the show notes. Uh, happy it hour. Would be, it would be like the pamphlet you'd get at the Arnold Zippender uh, Museum in right. uh, somewhere in wherever Green Acres was filmed. In yeah, you'd be reading Idaho. it on a uh, on a plaque. Yeah, right. that's uh, so funny. Well, so we so need to talk about be, modern events. So you must be intrigued. The thing to look out for is uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor's attractiveness and the degree to which that her character is so fully watched by the American male. Okay. Yes. That it's responsible for its longevity. Uh, there were clickers in TVs that day, but you can imagine that the uh, the man of the house controlled the knob. So I mean, Arnold knows how to change the. TV well, bingo! Channel. There you go. That's all you need to. That's all you need to know. The, the pig of the house. <clears throat> so, any other TV series you want to talk about? Succession. Did you see the second one? Yeah, baby. Oh, oh. Last oh, night. Oh. The speech on the on the paper boxes, dude. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, we've not seen this. No, this is like we've actual passion this. from our leader. He looks. He looks at Tom, whose character is just enormous. And by the way, he's almost as tall as Greg. When the, right. when when Logan stood on the boxes, he was the same height. As did Tom. you Did you catch the 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 quip there? No, I I watched it twice to try to catch it. I he, I don't know what Tom he got said, up on he got up on the box at. he got up on the box and Tom was like, ah, oh, I could I could hug you right now, oh, or something, so something like that. Which I understand because uh, my wife is considerably smaller than me, and uh, we have much more comfortable hugs when she's like up on a stair. Right, sure, or a curb or something. Better. Yeah, otherwise she she's hugging your sternum. Oh yeah, or or I have to bend down or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, I also loved. The uh, what an amazing, maybe one of the best relationships in the whole series is Tom and Greg. Oh God! How the, uh, the, what are they called? The Gross Brothers or the yeah, something like that. Oh, what uh, was it? Uh, the Gross, not Gross, Grotesque, something disturbing. like that. Yeah, but but how uh, how Tom takes. <laughs> takes the the big shit that comes from right. from the boss and immediately deposits it down onto Greg. Right. So <laughs> the scene the scene that I've watched three times is when uh Tom is driving and is getting driven 
out of his garage and he gets the call from Greg that says, yes. he's here, man. He's on the floor. He's at ATN. He's on the floor. And Tom yells out, stop the car. And he said, tell me what's going on with his face, his expressions. He says, man, he's, 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 he's mosing. He's, he's, <laughs> mosing. It's, 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 it's the most, in, it's the most out, uh, grotesque mosing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then when Tom finally arrives, Greg looks at him and he says, look at him. He's like, he's like jaws or he's like, Anyway, he's like, Jaws would be if, like, everybody worked for Jaws. <laughs> yes, I remember that line. And, 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 and Tom Tom has this perfect, it's only half a blink. It's only half a blink because he takes Greg seriously and he, and he, and he, and he, and he says, bum, bum, bum. But they are, they are, in fact, like uh, Abbott and Costello. They are, you know. They're so I, adorable. Well, and Greg is one of the most affable people where he's constantly being dismissed. But Tom's come onto his own uh, self here, as we talk about. But he's also trying yet vulnerable, and he's he's he never he never feels like he has any power. Right. He he's pretending to uh, to uh, project having power, but uh, we like we know that he's really uh, he's a spongy, lovable, uh, lovable Tom. He's on a, he's on a leash and it's got a it's got an electric collar on it uh, right. to say the least. Um, uh, Buddy he, he's he's functioning now. The relationship of of, of of conclusion here, at least for this episode, is uh, uh, Romulus um, and uh, Logan. Indeed, and I almost and, mentioned Romulus when you mentioned Ramona before. Ah, uh, well, but, yeah, right, Romy, Romy, yeah, Ro. But in this case, they call him Rome, Roman. Yes. And I, I don't think his name is Romulus. I think his name is Roman. And I think that Romulus is a nickname. I'm pretty sure. Now, you can check that out. I'm pretty sure about it myself. But at any rate, he is. He deserves all sorts of awards. One of the one of the values of, of being deaf is that, that you're reading the words. And when you're reading the words, which I do the first, I love the show, so I watch it with the words, with the script on. Then I watch it again with that off. So that all the stuff I missed in the scenes, I you know, because I'm reading it. His character's um, name is Roman Roy. Yes, but his, so, his dad calls him Romulus. Right. And so do his brothers and sisters. So let me ask, I have a quiz for you. I have a quiz for you. Uh, and I must say, in, in, other, in, other, in our history, in our episodes, in many episodes, where there's certain things that happen that you and I agreed that you probably had fallen asleep. You and I both know that neither one of us believe that, that we each know on our own. That you are in fact quite dull, and as a result of that, you just miss stuff. But Wait, I'm being talking, kind. What are, we, what are we talking about? <laughs> See, that's my point right there. Okay, Exhibit A. <laughs> let's 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 get to it. What, what's what's the quiz? Exhibit A. Here's the quiz. Um, in one of the final scenes. Yes. Um, the uh, uh, what's his ass? Um, Jeremy Strong's character. Um, yeah. Uh, it's. I'm looking at the cast literally now. Uh, good grief. Uh, Kendall. Kendall, of course. Jesus. Kendall is in Kendall's the car. Been, Kendall's been, been holding back this season. Okay. So he, he, was, he was much more important Very previously. Good. Very good. So here's the hey. question. He's in the limo with Shiv. Yeah. And they end with uh, Romulus. And they're heading back. Romulus isn't much in the scene. I think he's doing his... Blackberry, whatever he's doing. She's in the scene because she's all distressed about this divorce thing and, and blah, blah, blah. But she's thrilled because they beat the old man. 
But in this final scene, <sighs> the uh, decision has been made that they are not going to vote for the sale uh, to Gojo. And as a result of that, uh, I, the I, love man, how, I love how last episode you kept calling them Nojo, uh, no go, which, which, which is a funny, uh, you know, funny um, yeah, because uh, it's just the opposite. Freudian slip. So to speak. Well, maybe I was trying to be funny. You don't know. Uh, but Gojo, Hard to tell. the old man says he will walk and they won't budge. And they all say it's about all this money, blah, blah, blah. And he says, you are not serious people. In fact, he says it twice. Yep. Then he walks out and he rails against the rats the size of fucking skunks in New York City. But anyway, that's by way of background. But here's the scene heading to the quiz. We all know that. And we all know that they're booking for money. And Shiv keeps saying, it's just a play. It's just a play. It's just a play. She's worked it out with one of the board members, our own, uh, hello, Your Honor, yes. Viola Davis. If I've got yep. the name right. No. I don't think you have. Viola Davis. Hope Davis. Hope Davis. So, <laughs> who's great. Ultra rich woman on the board, blah, blah, blah. Shiv's worked a side deal with her. Viola Here Davis is, a, is another famous uh, black actress. Who's? Oh, yes, 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 yes. So here's the scene. They've just got all this stuff under the belt. God damn, Viola Davis has an EGOT. Has a what? An EGOT. What's that mean? Uh, an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Mm. Like wow. there are, yes. there are so few people. In fact, she was the last one, and there are one, two, three, four, five, there's like, there's like twelve, there's like a less than twenty people have EGOTs. Anyway. Meryl Streep's on the list. No. No, no, no. Here, I'll give you the list. Oh, because because uh, she's not been on a television show to get an Emmy, right? Right. Yes. Yeah, Meryl Streep's never been on a television show. Well, anyway, back back to Hope Sorry. Davis as, as as we mentioned. And uh, here's the scene. Here's yes. the scene. They're in the limo. Don't ask me what karaoke song they were singing. No, they funny. wanted to sing Desperado, but was it funny? Was it funny him doing a, a Leonard Cohen song? Was it just amazing? It I mean, couldn't have. It could, and none of his brothers or sister care less. Yes. Oh, poor! They always say he wasn't loved, and they don't love him either. No, they, not a, not a little. They bit. may love him less than their father. Yeah. Um, but anyway, here's the scene. They're leaving all of that, and Kendall has a wicked secret grin on his face. Here's the quiz. <sighs> Why is he grinning like that? And you use use what you learned in the episode, and you answer that question. The clock is ticking. I think he's got something. He knows something with his with his buddy. Uh, no, I don't know. That was such a minor moment. Oh no 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 oh no 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 you you have a, you as as we talked about. It last was late episode, last night that I was watching this. Oh yeah, there's always something. Kids were in hey, bed. We, you know, we talked about the closing scene, the episode before this, when I pointed out to you the color of his shirt and how important it was, and you you didn't know you were you no. Know. Hold on, last episode I I nailed your favorite uh, your favorite scene. You were like, oh, yes, you did. This yes, is my favorite did. scene. Yes, what do you think my yes, favorite scene is? Yes, and I was like, did. I can exactly yes, tell you I, what your I, favorite scene is. I gave you, I heaped you with praise that I will heap yes. you with praise now. That doesn't diminish 
how lamely you understood the ending. But here we go again. This is an ending. You, you, you of all people, you call it a minor thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Let me tell you. Are you ready to know what that means? Tell me. I want you to think back. Tell me, Diggy. (laughs) I'll take you back. They're laughing, making fun of Logan Roy Squeeze, whose name I want to say is Jessica or something like that, who's got a ridiculous, a hilarious uh, demo of her doing a newscast. Right. Yep, yep, yep. It's hilarious. Yep. They're watching it again and again and again and just ripping her raw while their two aides, the often uh, uh, discussed uh, financial guy who's sitting on the side, I think his name is Tillis, and then their other BlackBerry scheduler woman, who I'm not sure, they're, she's mortified at what's going on. But Kendall gets a call, and to take the call, he walks down about five yes, or six I remember steps. That. Yep. Who's on the call? It's it's uh, some dude I don't I didn't recognize that was the head of Gojo man. Okay, Skarsgård. Who's Skarsgård? Okay, yeah, he was the head of. What is Gojo? What is this eccentric multi-billionaire who's closing a deal the next day? What does he say to Kendall? He was like, "I'm not going to go with it if something something. If it goes any higher." I'm walking. So let me tell you something. I like you, but I'm getting this vibe and I'm hearing this stuff and you are on notice. If you take a step higher, I will walk. Now, I'll give now that you've got that part. Let me ask you the question again. Why is Kendall grinning and smiling and that knowing that? Why is he grinning like he's grinning? Because he knows that Logan is right that Matson will walk and he wants his siblings to not get their money, including himself, because he'd rather fuck over his father, whom he hates, right. so that he doesn't get to sell the company. And he's willing to suffer the loss of his millions and his siblings' millions, and that's why he's grinning, because he's finally getting what he wanted to get that he couldn't get in season one, which is to close down his fucking father. And now he's going to do it. And his father is not going to be able to sell it. QED. QED. Well done, sir. Minor, Uh, you say. If only that were... It's just like a minor scene, man. Come on. Come on, Eric. If only put your thinking cap on, young man. You set your mind to it. You can do whatever you. You can analyze anything. Probably you stay awake though. Yeah, the, it's, all that, it's we, all that whiskey you're drinking. The the darn family like took a while to go to bed last night, and so it's late. <laughs> Another excuse. Stupid family. Yeah. Stupid yeah. family. <laughs> Uh, Keep taking away my TV time so I can learn about this fictional world, man. So thinking a moment about the Logan Roy character and the degree to which his narcissism. 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 And his absolute idolatry of the green dollar. And imagine that he is, in fact, a version of... Of who shall I say? Donald John Trump. Uh huh. Who, whom, one no, would think. Who, who, no, who, 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 no, who, who one would think. Who one would think. Right. Logan Roy's got to be thinking of at least a little bit. 
at least a little bit. So were the, they in this the world? joy that you and I felt, we, we texted each other, happy in, indictment day. It's really, it's really bringing a, a new uh, era uh, to light here because much like his trajectory of running for election, a presidency in 2016, it took a year and we were fixated for a year on the trajectory. Yep. The next date for a hearing on his new uh, arraignment charges, his charges, his, uh, his allegations. 34 counts of felony counts of uh, falsifying business records. Please don't tell me it's a year away. Which uh, the, the next hearing is in December. <sighs> the trial won't start until January 2024. The election, of course, is in November 2024. That's just the first case. There's three more, which are much more serious. Why does this take so long? It's the criminal justice system grinding out the wheels. He has 34 charges against him. They're each a misdemeanor type offense that's trumped up. No pun intended. (laughs) It gets trumped up to a felony if the misdemeanor crime of falsifying a business record, if that falsification is done in connection to the commission of another crime, uh-huh. In this case, voter fraud, misuse of public funds, et cetera, et cetera, then it's a felony. Che- uh, and each felony count is driven by Trump signing a check. This man was faced, in one case, with a $130,000 payoff. Now, according to him, he's worth billions. According to us, he's worth millions. But it's needless to say he's got enough money that sure. if he had settled Stormy Daniels by paying it out of his own pocket, he'd be free and clear because there's nothing against the law there. I, I when I I mentioned the news to my wife and and she was like, "Why is he in trouble?" And I said, "Well, because he paid off a porn star." No, that's uh, not to, true. To, to shut to, to to keep her quiet, and and my wife was like, "Why is that illegal?" It's not. <laughs> I know exactly. Right. Uh, it's it's only legal because it was taken from campaign uh, yes. funds. And moreover. He charged it as legal fees right. to his campaign. Moreover, that made it tax exempt, <laughs> which meant that he was breaking federal law and federal tax law and state tax law. Okay, Christ, this is boring. Yes. Now, here's the thing, too, is that when it was discovered that it had happened, Trump blamed his lawyer. And his lawyer, Michael Cohen, was convicted of a felony and went to prison for two years and got out for good earlier for good behavior. It was discovered during his case that he received his order from person number one. Person number one, which was never named in the uh, indictment or in the in the in the record, was widely known to be Donald Trump, who at the time could not be prosecuted because he was in fact the president of the United States. And according to the Attorney of the United States, he cannot be prosecuted as a sitting president. As Richard Nixon f- said in his famous interviews with David Frost, some many years after his resignation, he said this, he said, if the president does it, it cannot be a crime. Indeed. Indeed. Now, Trump is no longer president, and one wonders, well, why did they wait so long? He hasn't been president for a long time. Why did it take so long? Other Witnesses brought in, including Michael Cohen, 10 times, but also this guy who is the publisher of National Enquirer. 
I have a Nixon joke. Okay. Okay. A little levity, a little break in the action. Please, please, because this I'll is up, this is I'll I'm pick up where I left off. Uh, uh, what did Nixon say when asked to help with a presidential dinner? I don't know. I'm not a cook. I'm not a cook. I'm not a cook. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> and by the way, the David Frost Richard Nixon I've movie, seen, I've seen parts movie of that. was phenomenal. And do you know the uh, actor who uh, plays a lot of vampires? He's a very well-known actor. Uh, Lang, Lang, Langley, Langford, Langdon. Anyway, excellent. And the guy who played David Frost, excellent, excellent, excellent. But so the biggest thing that's going on is that in, in a lot of these cases, it isn't like what he did. It's how he did it or it's the cover up. And so for a stinking $130,000, this guy expected his lawyer to take the money by getting a second mortgage on his house, using the mortgage money to pay off Stormy Daniels and be repaid in installments so that could be hidden in the books as ongoing attorney fees. Every time he wrote a check, it's another felony. Every time he made that entry in his books, it's another felony. There's 34 of them. They get four months to review the case and write motions. The prosecutor gets four months to review those motions, and then the judge decides eight months later, that's the next hearing. Then the trial is planned for three months later. Excuse me, sir. I have a question. Question. Uh, you in you, the front, yes? Are you implying that Donald Trump tried to cheat the system? It is alleged. It is alleged. Every, every man is presumed innocent until proven guilty by a jury of 12 peers who must reach their verdict in each of 34 counts unanimously. Or it's a mistrial. Do or, we he's ha- do we not, have, or, or he's not guilty. Do we have 12 ex-presidents to be his peers? That's a good point. The, the real question, a little bit more or Bill, serious. Or, is, or New York uh, uh, real estate moguls. Can you find 12 people that haven't already made up their mind in all of New York City? Where, where, where he's been a, a, a ne'er-do-well and, and the snobs in Manhattan always looked at him as a Brooklyn guy? You know, or, you know, like, you know, like, uh, you know, what are you coming up to Manhattan for? Ain't you from Brooklyn? Listen, you know, all this stuff on and on and on. And okay. his dad tried to buy him into the Manhattan society. And they're like, you got you ain't got blue blood, bro. You ain't got blue blood. You you I wouldn't be surprised you show up in dungarees in a fucking hard hat at our soiree. Anyway, that's where it's all going to happen. So but but know this is it doesn't matter. What's happened, and this is the big deal, it's finally happened. What's never happened is that there's a former president indicted. That means the other three investigations don't have to be the first one. It's already been broken. The ceiling's gone. It's going to pave the way. The next one is Georgia. Four-minute mile, baby. Yes, yes, yes. The Fosbury flap. Once he could do over yes. six foot, Good call. everybody did it. Good call, Everybody back. did it. Do you know, since the Fosbury flap won the Olympics— there's only been one winner since then who didn't do the Fosbury flap to win. The one. Trumpberry flop. <laughs> Trumpberry flapo is such a crapo, you know. And there's an interview with Michael Cohen when he says, 
he says, well, what is Trump feeling right now? Ari Melber, the interviewer, says, what is Trump feeling right now? And he says, he's scared out of his mind. Trump has it's feelings. why I call him Diaper Donnie. He's filling his diaper right now. It's needing to be changed several times a day. I actually added to that a little bit. He said the first part. That's why I call him Diaper Donnie. And so know this, that as this is winding its way out, four months and then four months and then a hearing, Georgia comes in, and I predict this will happen in the next six weeks. They have an indictment, a much more serious charge, which is tampering with the election. Mm-hmm. Find me 1,106 votes. I only need 1,106. Just Every find them for me. Raffsberger. Republican testimony against a Republican sitting president. That's uh, what they could have called me in high school. Raffsberger. What's that? Raffsberger. Raffsberger. They could have. <laughs> I have I have two bits of, uh, of personal uh, anecdotes to share. Um, today I went for, it's probably my fourth or fifth time going to a physiotherapist. Uh, I, I developed a problem in my right forearm. Uh, it, it's, a RSI repetitive strain injury yes. from using the mouse. I remember all day. hearing about it. And, um, and so I started going to the local physiotherapist, uh, and they are fully fucking booked. Like my town is so sporty. That they that they have so many athletes that with injuries and and stuff that it's hard to get an appointment at the local physiotherapist. Sure. And so I went a couple of months ago. I don't know if I mentioned this. Yes, you uh, did. But fascinating, they, fascinating story. They they do this they do this thing where um, and and my my week where I couldn't work was great for my arm. Oh yeah. Like, uh, it was so good. Like when, 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 after that week and I went back to work, I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm fine now. But since then it's crept back up on me. And, uh, and my latest appointment was today. And I went and, uh, and it was an hour of this, of this woman, uh, like massaging with really, her fingers are so much stronger than yes, so much stronger than tendons, mine are in the tendons of your arm uh, in the tendons of my arm and it was the so long, stringy tendons it was it was just an of uh, the longest possible hour uh i say this as we're nearing no the, pain the hour no of pain. this am i right and and but which uh at the beginning this time for the first time out of like our this is maybe my fourth appointment uh she pulled out a sonogram machine and like was like digging around looking around to see if like she she said it's like it's all muscle but there's like this like knot here this Knots, like, yes. this, this uh this rock this little stone here and she looked around but didn't really see anything and then for another for the rest of the hour she was just like it's like a full hour of someone pushing on the part of your body that hurts the most yep which is uh a hell of an experience yep did i talk, that. Did I talk last that. time about uh when she used the needles oh no yeah, uh, the very first time uh, she was like, "How do you feel about needles?" And I was like, "Acupuncture." She said needles rather than acupuncture. She said needles, and I was like, uh, "What are you talking about?" And she was like, uh, "There's a treatment where like you you're you've got this like muscle tissue that's all built up uh, and solid, uh, and there's a way that I can go in with a needle and like poke at it." And uh, sort of break it up so that it's. You know, <laughs> I'm not sure that's. The, I'm not sure that's the best way to describe it. And I mean, I, it's absolutely accurate. But I would think that I would. Think, I would think no, that she would describe it a little different than that. I, I don't know exactly. I don't recall exactly how she she described it. Like that's but my you, understanding okay, now. That's but, your. That's what she was. Yeah. Right. But uh, and and the first time I was there, I was very inquisitive because I'm super curious. Uh, uh, 
and dare I say skeptical about you know people that you know lay their hands on your body you don't, and, hey, and cure you. You, can, you don't need to be worried about saying it with me so you can dare I dare, I, I dare to say, and, uh, but she explained everything that was going on the first time. And I was like, so like when you're touching my arm, like you have this, uh, this like 3d, like this, this, uh, model in your head about where all my tendons are and stuff. And she was like, yeah, I, I know what I'm doing. Uh, anyway, so the, every single time really, uh, we've ended up at the end with this needle procedure where she takes, uh, she puts on a, a, latex glove and has this needle and she feels around on my arm and then and then are you watching it i have she jabs the needle in it you can feel the needle entering but then it's nothing but then she starts to dig around in there and it, it, at different angles and in some of the angles it it touches on shit and neurons and muscle and stuff that is the most unique sensation. I've never had anything like this of feeling pain inside my arms, a painful release. No, it wasn't a release. It's like a, it's, it's, it's unlike any other kind of pain, uh, in the same way that it's below the surface. It's below the surface. Yes. In the same, in the same way that, uh, the pain of stubbing your toe is not like the pain of a root canal. Like it's a different type of pain. These are all bad things. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, <laughs> uh, it's like she only jabs for a moment in any one direction. Yeah. And it's not, uh, you know, they, you know, they say measure the pain from a scale from one to 10 or whatever. It's never more than a six, but it's uh, oh my God, what is that sort of yeah. uh, sensation? Fascinating. I've never had, I've never had that. Never had and, that and then, and then she pulls it out and there's no blood because she hasn't actually like touched any any arteries or anything so it's just like well not an artery it'd be a vein or, yeah whatever uh, what's uh, a little capillary yeah so however today she actually uh, uh today she pulled it out and and my arm started bulging where she had been messing with oh. it and and she said i think i touched a capillary uh do you see and, that uh no see that knob show me your knob dennis yes i see it wow see how big it is Yes, patreon.com slash happy hour. Help me see, with my knob. See this video. Uh, so today uh, she did actually do a thing and she said, oh, uh, you're going to have a bruise tomorrow. And she put one of these, uh, one of these tapes oh. on my arm. Uh, so Congratulations. And, and the first time, like I can still, I can still feel the, the, little, uh -huh. the little nub in there. But um, she only did that the very first time that I went. And... Boy, it, it was very useful to have that tape there just as a reminder to not uh -huh. use that arm. Uh, and it's a uh, support. It, it keeps the it, – because it puts an extra layer, a very thin layer of support above your skin, a, a layer or two down from your skin works less. Uh, I, I did some research, and the actual – there is no real science for, like, putting tape on, on, a, on a muscular injury. Uh, it's more of a placebo that's, thing. I don't. I don't think that's true. If I, if I have a, a pulled uh, muscle in my calf or on my elbow, and I put tape on it a certain way, it takes the pressure off that off that part and distributes the pressure above and below it. That's what the tape does. So, having been a, a an actual uh, manager from a, a high school football team back in the day, uh -huh. and I learned all these taping techniques. It does have an effect. I'm not sure what your what your basis for this rather misguided opinion is, but you you seem to state it as if it's a known fact. 
I think well, I mean, I, I think I think that if it were a placebo effect, my my data would match yours because you can't Assuming do a you placebo. can't do a blind trial where you don't put tape and you tell people that you have it. I don't know. Uh, I did it's some research a, on like a, why. It's a good point. I think we should ask for funding, federal funding, of course. They'll fund anything. There's yes. a there was a patreon.com slash happy hour. Oh, I have I have bad news. Oh no, you got to go. No, or you we, can we, stay. That's really that would be. <laughs> no. We uh, we 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 lost our uh, we lost our only uh, uh, Patreon uh, subscriber. Oh, we recently. stopped. He he was like, I have so many Patreon bills. I knew. Uh, I knew. I, I, I love I, I love supporting you on this. Here, the last episode, I was worried about this the way you were. I thought, damn, he's going to work us out of a fucking job. I don't you listened. You were you just went on and on about stuff. I don't even know what you were talking about. But before I knew it, the hour was up. It was like, God, what did he say? Indeed. So Indeed. anyway, uh, we need an, we need our, another first uh, subscriber at oh, patreon.com slash happy hour. Yeah. Because we have to pay these bills and we have to pay for uh, research into these topics. And well, here's 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 a couple things. You know, HBO's not our, free. To put our sights on uh, for uh, next episode. Spring has sprung here. The snow is gone. I'm out doing yard work, etc. And I, then I mentioned we had floods today so that all the streets were closed. And I went through the water and it was deep and blah, blah, blah. But, is that related to the basement uh, speech from the Oh, I never finished the basement story. So oh, there we were. And a little water started dripping down the wall. And where it was coming from was there, these guys back in the day. It's a 120-year-old house. They put up a work table with a big pipe, uh, two and three-quarter inch pipe, very big. Or one and three quarter inch pipe, I should say, and the front legs hold the front up. In the back, there is no legs because what they did is they attached the pipes directly to the concrete wall, much like I did in another part of the basement work when I put on a new handrail for the man and uh, attached it right to the concrete. But where the table hits the wall, above it and below it, we sealed it, but we couldn't get there because we couldn't get at it. The, the table's right up against the wall, it held on with bolts. Water was coming out of their drips, and then it was coming out of there like a stream. And as the tornado torrential rains continued, I looked outside, and what I expected to see, I saw. The gutters hadn't been cleaned. The water was coming out like a thick freaking funnel of water. It was hitting a sidewalk that headed downhill toward this area of the house on a sidewalk, which over the years had become tilted so that the downside, the lower side of the sidewalk, was near the house creating a puddle that was 20 feet long and four feet wide. That's what was pouring down the side of the wall. It filled the basement. It was, it not filled it. It was, it was, and my son had to vacuum it up and then mop it. And it was a postponement, but all that. And then back and forth, I had a business meeting and then I was done for the day going through what I was going to do to take the table apart and repair the wall, hoping for the best, blah, blah, blah with the owner we're just having a merry time talking about these options. He's a very inquisitive, very intelligent guy. I would say something he wanted to know about, you know, the, the, the viscosity of the, the concrete and all this other stuff. Well, and blah, blah, Please blah. tell us about that. No, 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 no. It's more than you can handle. You don't want to know the truth. And, uh, and then I got your call and I thought, oh, my God, I've kept on calendar. I got to my phone conference uh -huh. four minutes before the conference and put on a dress shirt for her for zoom you know yeah and i was filthy from working in the basement you couldn't see any of the dirt had to go back had a 230 call with johnny bergen the freaking worldwide guitar man 
who, uh, because I have, and another story for another time, because we're running out of time. You, I need to tell you the story, I think, about joining and then resigning from the Kalamazoo Valley Blues Association, the yes. KVBA. You, you mentioned the KVBA before. I resigned in protest. I, there has been quite a furor, quite a furor, uh, quite a story. And I may do that offline, in fact, because I don't want to uh, you know, go public. Uh, I have two things to mention uh, before we depart. Uh, first of all, I really want to use as our show art for this episode the uh, the the close-ups of the people oh, behind yes. Donald Trump that I sent you. In the so in the, the fake in the, the fake. The, uh... the story is so with this AI image generation, you can just tell a computer to be like, uh, show me a photo of Donald Trump walking down the street in New York City with American flags and a thousand people behind him, and the AI will do its best to do that. But uh, famously, until a couple of weeks ago, AI had a lot of trouble with, with hands. Like it yes. would do fingers, it would do like six fingers or two fingers or three fingers. And uh, in this particular image, it had a lot of trouble with faces. But it was published as, a, as an image from, uh, from some Trump supporter that was like, look, this is Donald Trump returning to New York City. Like, right. which is, we, we, he didn't mention like to face his indictment charges, but like the, the, imag the imagined image was, oh, there's all these American flags and a bunch of people behind him walking down the street and they're so, you know, in support of him. And then other people went and they started zooming in on these, on these faces of these people. And it was just totally fucking AI. It's so, uh, it's so and, and it's so weird. funny. So, so yes, it's, that, it, that art, and then the art that was also in the article, accompanying art, particularly the one of Trump in a cowboy hat weeping. Yes. I was I was just I was just struck by that. Well, this is this is uh, now remember my prediction, which turned out not to be true. The Trump would kill himself while he was still in the White House. Yes. This uh, this uh, this idea of suicide is in play as far as I'm concerned. No. As far uh, as I'm concerned. OK. I'm he, curious. He, listen, listen, I want to ask you a, a, a question. Is he crazy? Is Trump crazy? Is he certifiable? Yes or no? I'm curious about the Venn diagram overlap of narcissism and suicidal depression, and I'm and I wonder how often those overlap. How could a narcissist who loved himself so deeply ever end himself because right. he was so in love with himself That's and he wouldn't have been able because it he breaks. Yeah, he I mean, breaks. I'm I, I don't doubt that like I don't know Kurt Cobain or somebody was uh, was super. Uh, Narcissistic. I I don't know. I actually can't uh, say anything about. I don't that, know but... that Kurt Cobain was narcissistic at all. And my other, I doubt it. in fact, I other... think he was he was Troubled. so vulnerable that he he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't take it anymore. Uh, yeah, I I, I I take that back. Uh, the other bit that I have to tell you is that we're not doing this next week. Ah. because the Wait Easter Bunny is coming. And uh, in the middle of the week, what a strange Easter Bunny you have. Well, the Easter Bunny is actually my parents are. Oh. My parents are actually here in Spain near me, and we are going to spend now. Next, yeah, they, they currently are uh, here. They're about an hour and a half drive away. Uh, oh, but, isn't that exciting? Yes. Well, so we're going to spend we're going to spend all next week together uh, on vacation in the south of France uh, well, with my kids. Probably so, Francais. And je ne parle français pas. You, you're on the road, must have a code. 
that you can live, live by. by and so, so become yourself because the truth is just a goodbye treat your, your children, children well but well. our father's hell hey. will slowly go by and dream upon your dreams dream upon your dreams <laughs> because the past is just, just a goodbye. Hey, man. I've I'll talk to real. you in uh, later in April. Two weeks. Brilliant. See you, Brilliant. bro. Lock him up. Okay, that's it for episode number 179. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 179, or you'll find links to that Pulp Fiction clip, all the EGOT winners, the Fosbury flop, and the Wikipedia article about the pig. And please support us at patreon.com slash happyhour. We would appreciate it. See you in two weeks.